Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Honest Pod with me, Ashley McAllister. And me, Matthew Alley. And this is episode 64. Yay! we would have to retire when we get to retirement age but I imagine by the time of that age retirement won't exist and we'll be working the rest of our lives to what I don't mind working you might be different when you're 64 no I can't imagine what else I want to do with my day oh no see I'm good at making like things to do I'm not like um, there's crazy old people that be like, God, I was so busy because I had to go to like the shop and then I had to, you know, walk from here to there and get the milk and stuff. But I feel like I'm good at doing nothing, which is an excellent skill and trait of mine. Mm. But also I would have like hobbies. So I would definitely be part of a board game society. A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I actually can't wait until rugby's done so that I can join my board game society. Because I've been trying to decide on what kind of hobby I would do, but I think it would be board games. After rugby. Yeah. yeah, I think rugby, so what am I, 32? So I think rugby I've probably got, at best, another six years. Okay, yeah. You don't think so? Oh, I mean, yeah, of course. What was that laugh for? I, in my head, I was going to thought you were going to say two. Oh, piss off. No, just because, you know, it's sore. I'm in better shape now because of like, the exercise and stuff, whereas yeah. before, like, to be fair, over the past two years, because I was like fat and not working out, it was a lot harder. So I should, if I continue doing exercise outside of rugby, I should be able to continue for a little bit longer. Cool. Yeah. Board games. Board, oh my, and I've been following some people on Twitter who are really into their board games, and I'm just so jealous of like all these games, and I don't know what they are, and I'd love to just play, like, I'd like to be able to play, play board games like two or three times a week. Yeah, well, we play them more Sundays now. Yeah, we play them a lot, but I'd like to play them with, like, nerds. Really nerdy people that are really into games. Because in our group, I would say I'm, like, the most knowledgeable, isn't it? You're the most intense. Intense? That's the word I would use. Why would you use intense? <laughs> because I get nervous a lot. Well, listen, you can't... <laughs> do I put more pressure? Listen, this is what Jordan used to say about rugby, as if I put pressure on them. But you feel nervous around me because you know you're letting me down, and yourself. No, I feel nervous around you because... We were, we were somewhere else, you weren't even there, and we were talking about people who play games. Who was there? Who were you talking about me? <laughs> so we were down at, um, do you remember I told you the, the time we played a really bad game of Unseatable Unicorns? Who was that? Here? No, down at... Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We were all there, and <clears throat> because I, was getting, I wasn't drinking, everybody else was drunk, and some people were really, really drunk, and they weren't getting the game, and it's a complicated game. And you said you were annoyed. I was annoyed, but I was like, I'm nothing... Com- compared to what Matt Ali would have been in this because they they weren't even like paying attention there's people chit-chatting and I'm just like it's quite and I do you want it was the wrong suggestion to bring a new game in and Unstable Unicorns is a complicated game if there's that there's like if five of the people had never played had never you played. have to read every single card you have to that's read the problem. every when you're new you definitely have to do it and then you ask them to read out the card and they never do they read it to themselves that, and I'm like yeah, I, I, need to, I, I need, I need to that. hear the words that you're saying yeah I would be, I, okay, I accept intense then, because you know I would be fucking screwing. You would have been insane. I think what I would have to do, which I'm, well, probably haven't, but I would have to just, in my head, decide the game doesn't matter, which is so hard for me, like, and then just get drunk. Well, yeah, but then, then I don't think it's fun, because you, you play the game, you commit to the rules. Like, that's, that's the thing. 
That's what I think. But then, right, if they're yeah. doing that and they're just getting drunk and they're like, and I'm like, it's your turn. Yeah. This, this is the reason why this 20 minute game is yeah. lasting oh, four hours. Oh, would you do again? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that being said, last week we, we played, what did we play last week? We played... That new game. Not Betrayal. Oh, well, we played that too, but I'm thinking... Oh, Secret Hitler. Secret Hitler. Secret Hitler is so good. It was really good. And their speed round. So normally, I swear to God, the games are never that quick. But what we had one game, it was like 15 minutes long, maybe. Which is, when we went skiing, honestly, they'd gone for about an hour. I think it went um, It went on too long because everyone in the first game was convinced that I was uh, a Nazi. Or what are they called? A fascist. A fascist. When I wasn't. And any time I was in a... And everybody... I couldn't get voted in. Because everybody's like, don't vote him in. <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm not... Oh. Anyway. Intense. It was... Yeah, you were intense. And then I was like this... Shaking. Like, so good. I was so scared. It was a really good game. But yeah, we play games every Sunday now, which I quite like. I look forward to. I get really... Like a week. Huh. When you're like, oh, I have plans. I'm like... Oh. Uh, well... Oh. Yeah, it can't be every week. <laughs> <laughs> my, my little heart goes... <clears throat> Oh, okay, okay, it's Mr. Mad. Um, but yeah, um, games are good. Uh, how was your week, Matt? The week was alright. I didn't do too much. I should should have. I should have done more at work, which I did not. So that was a shame. So I've got a lot to do this week. Mm. Um, but I went to see a musical with my mum on Friday. What did you see? Went to see The Prince of Egypt. Oh yeah, you think you mentioned you had tickets for that last week? Yeah, so my brother got well gave us tickets because he was supposed to go with his girlfriend, but then um, they couldn't go that day, so they booked it for a previous day for the Wednesday actually just gone, mm-hmm. and then we went to see it. And do you know what? It was not something I would actually book myself. It was really good. Oh, was it? It was. It was, it's something I'd recommend. So I don't know, it's based on the Disney cartoon, isn't it? I think so, pretty much. And exactly, I didn't really yeah. like it, but that one's not really like a well-known one, is it? I guess. No. Um, but it might not even be Disney. It, I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't know. It feels like it would be Disney, isn't it? Who knows? Um, but yeah, the music was really good. There was some incredible singers and some not so great ones. Mm. But what was really good is the staging, which I'm always quite critical of when I watch a, a musical or a play or anything. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite important. And I think it can be, I think sometimes people can be, try to be so minimalist that they're just being cheap, I think sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you don't have to be that cheap and use yeah. the same chair for every single thing mm. um, and try and use it different ways. But they did that with the dancers and the dancers' bodies and they made different images because they had like um, 20 dancers, pretty much really highly trained, high quality dancers. Mm. Not just like musical dancers, but like proper, proper dancers who were so flexible and strong and they were incredible. Yeah. End of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't count. It doesn't count for this. No, well, that's I, that. I put ten minutes just for the intro, and then. Oh, okay. Oh wow, shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was your week, Ash. Oh, I've had a week. Um, oh, hi, Tony. About your week, girl. <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, work's been all right. Work's been busy, which is good. Um, just today has just been a horrible day. Why? Trying, trying to get here it was just pretty much impossible. How can they shut the Northern Line? North, Northern Line's only shut Bankside. Yeah. Which fucking, it's the side I need to go to. Mm-hmm. So then I go up to, well, first thing first, I get down, I get out of the house and I miss the bus and the next one's not for seven minutes and it's sort of long enough to debate, do I walk or wait for the bus? Yeah. And I know if I walk, the bus will come just as the you bus will, Yeah. And if, and if I don't walk, the bus will be delayed. So I decided not to walk and the bus was delayed. <laughs> So I got on the bus, get up. Then I realised 
only bank side, seen the notice, no bank side train, so I go down. There's a train pulling up, so I jump on, and I was like, well, if there's no bank side, how am I going to get there? Couldn't get Wi-Fi on my phone, because um, we'd left the station. And then I thought, well, easy, go up to, go up to Embankment and get the, the thingy lying across, district or circle. Nope, apparently not. District and circle both shut. And then I have to go all the way back down to Waterloo, where I literally, no, on the northern line back down to Waterloo, literally just missed a train, had to wait seven minutes for the next one. You didn't go to the Tottenham Court Road to get the central line? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. Um, so we had to wait seven minutes, got on that train, then I had to walk that mile around Waterloo to get onto the Jubilee line. Then over, I had to wait five minutes for the train, the Jubilee line. And oh, anyway, I finally got here and I'm just stressed. I cannot believe that you made it all this way. <laughs> that sounds like something that no one should ever go through. <laughs> You've never seen Lord of the Rings, right? I've seen the first two. Yeah, but basically it's a big long journey. I think Frodo carrying that ring. Had Frodo. A, Frodo had an easier time. <laughs> I did get in here today. Honestly, you looked like coming through. You didn't look too bad. Like you didn't let all of that feeling bring you down. Too much. <laughs> like I'm glad you're able to move. Well, I'm an optimistic type of person. I, you know, I don't. Yeah. I don't like to focus on the negative too much. Not at all. And what else did I do this week? Um, God, I was going to talk about something. Did I say something before that I was going to talk about? No. Um, you had plans last night. No, I wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> um, you had plans on Friday night. I, yeah, I wasn't going to talk about that either. So I was, um, <laughs> I did, well, the plans last night cancelled. And do you know what I did? I was chatting to somebody online, a friend, and he was saying that his husband was pay, playing The Sims. Do you remember The Sims? Yeah. I love The Sims. I've not played it since The like, Sims 1 came out in the PC years ago. So I downloaded The Sims last night and started playing The Sims. Uh, I created my own little Sims family. I tried to get into it, but I found it really difficult. Like, it's, it's quite long. It's... There's so much to do. Yeah. I was overwhelmed last night. So I created myself and my husband. Um, <laughs> he must have been jacked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're in a daddy phase at the moment as well. So he was, what, 50? <laughs> he, was, um, he wasn't. He was my age. Uh, but you can't... I found it weird unless I just... I was so eager to get into play and maybe I didn't focus too long on it. But I couldn't make them broader. You can make, you can make them fatter but not broader. Oh, yeah. I like that. But... Um, yeah, so there was me and my husband, who was called Peter, um, named after Peter Parker, Spider-Man. But then I also realized my dad was called Peter, and I was like, oh, fuck, so I need to understand how to change the name. And why we, Peter Parker? I don't know, it's just the first thing came into my head. Okay. I don't know why, but um, <laughs> maybe Tom Holland was somewhere back there in my head. I wish, like, Ben popped into your heads as the first <laughs> name. <laughs> 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 oh let's not open that one. Um, and we have two little dogs we have a little dog called Bark Ruffalo and we have JK Growling okay um, stop it <laughs> Bark Ruffalo is an Alsatian like a German Shepherd and uh, JK Growling is a it's called Foxhound but it looks like a beagle they're not that's not a nice dog well do you know what it's what we wanted okay <laughs> that's what the rescue house are they rescue dogs no we get to create our own Oh. Yeah. Um, you can then adopt different ones, but do you know what, though? JK Running is, is a girl, and she is always pissing in the house. So the first thing we have to do when we get up is go down and clean up this mess, and I might put it up for adoption. What time did you go to bed last night? <laughs> About two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> About two in the morning. And then I couldn't sleep, 
Because um, you're thinking about the piss. Well, no, because <laughs> because we have this like room that I've not decorated in the house yet, so I want to get and decorate it up in case we have kids. So you're thinking about what it would look like. Yeah. So I totally went back on again and decorated the room. But then this morning I deleted it again because I realised we need two, two baths to wash the two dogs. So we had to create another bathroom. Anyway, it's a big old mess. I live in this really nice house. I put an extension on this morning as well. Um, and onto the bedroom. So it's nice. Do you know what? All my friends talk about their houses. Like, we've talked about this before. All my friends are in <laughs> You're giving me such a weird look. All my what's f- going on. <laughs> me, all my friends are in relationships. All they talk about is their dogs and their, <laughs> their houses. so sad. <laughs> it's all right. It's not good. Uh, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. I need to finish it. All my friends talk about their dogs and their houses. Anytime I, I've mentioned this before. Anytime I've been to parties, they're always talking about, oh, we're planning to buy this house or... Buster has got a new friend at daycare, and now I'm part of that group. If you dare start saying this in public to people, <laughs> the shame that you should feel is insane. Yeah. This sounds like something for you and your therapist. <laughs> it really does. I don't have a therapist. I might have, have, I might, had a tough week. I might have <laughs> so much going on in the house. Oh There's God. skunks keep coming in the garden, and you, ha- you have sake. to keep the dogs away because then they get dirty so anyway, yeah, it's Please stress. post them on Instagram, the dog. <laughs> Please do. Bar- like a little video. Bar- like Bodies Ruff- doing it again. <laughs> Bark Ruffalo and JK Groening. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my week. Wow. Mm, intense. We have a lot going on in the house. We just got engaged as well. So there's a show on Netflix called Love is Blind. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. I don't know what I started about. watching it today. Yesterday, actually. It's so good. Oh. Right. So I'm not going to talk about it now because I'm just saying watch it and then we can talk about it because it's <laughs> fucking insane. How long is it? Um, there's nine episodes and they're like an hour each basically. Okay. Um, and there's one final episode which I think is almost like a feature length one. Um, it's when they get married but that one's not released until like Thursday this week. Ooh. Um, but the premise is kind of like... Is uh, it reality? It is, yeah. But it's these people that don't meet each other and then propose and then... No. Oh, it's so good. I'm not buying into this. Americans be cray as well so it's really good. There's a new documentary series on Apple TV, which I can't remember the name of, but it's all about... That's super helpful. Well, it's all about um, LGBT history. And Apple, L- <laughs> Apple do really good, high-quality stuff, so I'm going to definitely check it out. There's also a documentary on la- I nearly watched last night on... I think it's on Netflix, or was it on Apple? I can't remember. Um, it's called Do I Sign Gay? Oh! Yeah, and it's this guy who has grown up Quote, inverted quote, hand signals. Straight. No, sounding gay. Oh. Um, and it talks, is he homosexual? He is a homosexual. But it talks about, is there a gay voice? That talks 100%. About, well, is there? Because then he says he's got straight friends who are sound super feminine. He's got gay friends who sound super mask. And it takes into the science and, and theories around why some gay people, and I guess, you know, speak of a lisp and have a bit of higher pitched. I think... I mean, I, I can't say exclusively, but I think like the high pitch thing can be there for sure. Um, I think there's a gay sounding voice, but you said this is on Apple TV. It's a Netflix. It's a documentary that you can. I think it was either on Netflix or I could rent it through Apple TV. We definitely need to watch that and talk about that for sure. Okay. Because I've just put a sweet in my mouth, guys. I'm really sorry. Like um, Matt said, I'm going through a daddy for you, so I bought some Withers originals. <sighs> so good. They're the cheery ones because he's, mm. like, he's little old so he can't get those hard worders. So he's I have to fly back home for the dentist in a couple of weeks. You know that. I don't have a dentist here. I have to go back home. Why? Is it cheaper? 
It's not cheaper. A lot of people do that when they go back to Poland. Because <laughs> they find it cheaper. <laughs> no, it's just much more dense. I can't be honest finding a new one here. So. I got one here and it was actually really good. Um, end of story. <laughs> <laughs> Should we jump into some things? Okay. Um, we may not get through as many of them, but that's fine. It's not a problem. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm... We're also on the deadline because the rugby starts. Rugby starts, we're going to watch England soon, so we'll try and talk about a couple and see how it goes. But I want to talk about the most important one for me first. Okay, but we're also going to watch Ireland, so it's England, Ireland. No, England are playing. Yeah, against Ireland. Oh, oh, sorry, my bad. Ireland haven't lost a game yet, so... I mean, they're playing in Twickenham. England have been so bad. Mm. So, so bad. But you didn't watch France, you know. Oh, I didn't watch a game, but that's what I don't want. I don't want... um, I want Ireland to win, obviously, because... Ireland's the best team, mm. but I also um, want the final to be the final game on whenever it is. Fourteenth, we say. Fourteenth of March is sweetest. Fucking me up. Have you yeah. ever given a dog like chewy sweets? <laughs> it's bad. My dog used to it, and like Clory's like gums of his paws because mm. like he just couldn't get it out. It's really bad. It's actually evil. I was just, I was like twelve, just to put it out there. I wasn't like an adult. I, I am never letting you run Mark Ruffalo. Oh god, <laughs> JK Granny. We used to have a cheat code when we used to play Sims because I used to be really rubbish. I didn't have the patience to it up, and my neighbours knew a code that can just get you unlimited money straight away. Bitch, I have what? I have so much money. Of course, I cheated. Oh no! Would you look online? Like a yeah, cheat code? yeah, yeah. And there's um, yes, we're rich. But I think our, our Sims are getting frustrated because they keep looking at things and they get frustrated because the re symbol comes like they're burning money and they have no job. But I'm like, bitch, it's fine. Take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about the Sims because I could talk about it all day. Please, everyone is so, <laughs> so, so interested. Yeah. Well, next week I'll talk about the extension I'm just building. <laughs> Um, a friend of mine sent me a, and one of our listeners sent an article that I posted mm. just before here actually because it's quite interesting. And it's in GQ magazine and it goes, White guys get ashy too. GQ grooming columnist Philip Picardi on what white men need to learn from their darker skin brothers and sisters about staying moisturised. Mm. And you know mm-hmm. how important, mm-hmm. and people know generally mm-hmm. how important moisturising is to me. Well, not just you. I remember. Uh, I hope this isn't racist. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but. Cue the racism. Um, when I first met you and Drew, I, I, one of the things that, like, after rugby and everything was like, lotion, 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 lotion. And I was just like, wow, amazing. Black people lotion. I mean, it's essential. I've always found it really essential. And it's so interesting, actually, because I never got mine. And this article talks about why it's important. And it's actually a sign of healthy skin. Not just it's for everyone you know you can notice I've noticed on white people even though you can't see it as obvious on me like the grayness um, you can see like the scaly skin that people have on like their calves and stuff mm. um, which you see on 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 people that don't moisturise yeah no matter what colour they are but you yeah. don't see it as often you can't it's hard to see from a distance on a white person yeah I think is it I mean again when when black people's skin dies like or all skin dies it goes white yeah, you can see it because obviously the skin yeah. underneath is a lot darker. Because I was thinking about this actually because I was in the barbers yesterday and when um, the barber does like the lines and stuff, mm-hmm. he gets um, talcum powder in his mm-hmm. palm and so he'll put the razor blade there and then just like line it up. Mm-hmm. But you'd never see that on a white person, would you? Like, it's quite funny. So he, he does it so he can see the line. 
as oh. he's doing it. So then, obviously, because I've got darker skin, you can see. Want to make sure it's straight, yeah, as possible. Um, but you wouldn't get that. From, no, you know, no, for a white person. Um, but the article is really interesting, so I won't read out the whole thing. I'll read out some of the lines that I find quite important. Um, I say important, but it's just to me, it made sense because it's about this guy who was with his partner at the time, and then they went to fly. Although this black person's stupid, clearly, because they went to the airport and then they were going through, you know, where you put your bag through and then his bag was taken. It's called security. A security. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And they asked him to take out the liquids in his bag and he took out a moisturiser that was like 20 ounces, which I don't know what it is in, but it was a full bottle of moisturiser, basically. O over the limit. And we know that, isn't it? Yeah. But then apparently, like, he was visibly annoyed because, you know, um, he didn't put it in his luggage, which is... Was this, I'm guessing, gay? Yeah, it's two men. Yeah, obviously he's annoyed. He gets annoyed at yeah. everything's gay, isn't he? So... Anything doesn't go their way. Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't be annoyed... How dare this airport? This black gay man is trying to go on his holiday, and there they are, holding him back. Well, the stupid white person, his partner, <laughs> said, um, oh, well, you can just buy your moisturiser. You know, we can buy another moisturiser in, like, the shop on the other side. He just doesn't understand. Listen, the black person said, you just don't understand. You don't get it. I read the article. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because the 3.4 ounces, however that much is, or what would be ours is like, what, 100 mils? 100 uh, milliliters? 100 milliliters is the limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that that's not enough moisturizer for me to go on holiday. Not even close. And that was the whole point because it was like, well, I could buy another moisturizer, but it needs to be the right moisturizer and it needs to be enough because like, I'll use that in two days. Mm. 100 mil probably for my whole body. Um, and then one thing that really stood out for me, which I definitely did... Copy, but now. Uh -oh. oh my god! Uh -oh. And the timer's going. I know. I didn't actually put the timer. I decided to go uh. already. I was like, "Well, there's no point." Okay, what's what? Let me just go to my screenshots. That's a bit easier. Okay, but it's true. Like whenever I, I'm not, I moisturize more. I do. I you started a moisturizing regime recently? Didn't I you? have. Yeah, I have a new one for my face because I, I used to, I used to have really bad skin. I'm not saying my skin's perfect now, but it used, used to. You said you know. Mm. Well, it's got better. You. First thing you marked when I came in the door is like, you're just looking good today, beautiful Ashley. And I was like, oh, thanks, Matt. Um, but yeah, so I, I, it is important. I think um, it's weird because <clears throat> skin moisturizer is always predominantly marketed towards women. So it's not something that men put in their regime. Um, but I think a lot of men also just don't moisturize. I was always told to moisturize my face, but never my body. Like growing up, I always moisturized my face. I think it's so important. Yeah, I was just using the wrong moisturizer, which made my skin really bad, which is why I was very prone to acne scars and everything like that. So, mm. and it was only a few few months ago. I think we spoke about it on here before. I went and had my skin. I just got I had enough, and I was like, "Why am I got so many spots?" Um, I went and got my skin tested at a shop thing, and they told me that I'm not using the right moisturizer because. My skin is really dry, but overproducing oil to make it hydrate. And it's called combination skin, is it? I can't remember. Yeah, she might have said. I was like, "What? Just what do I need to do?" And she gave me a long list of products. And I was like, "Yes, take all my money." And this left kidney of mine. And I bought all the products, and it worked. Mm. Yeah, it has worked a lot. Um, but also, just I always noticed as well, especially in winter, my skin would get really itchy, and I just thought that's what skin did. Until I started, I bought, um, I used to buy the aloe vera Vaseline spray. Okay. Intensive care Vaseline spray. And I've now recently moved over to the cocoa butter one because I like the smell more. 
Me and Jordan use that one yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. Um, no, it's really important. And a lot of people like ask, because I promote moisturising just in general, mm. um, because I moisturise heavily. And I would say that I get a lot of compliments about my skin in general. But I think it's because... You do, actually. I do have excellent skin, but I also take care of that skin. Mm. Um, it's your best asset. It's my third. Mm. I think my my smile is my number one asset. You do have a good smile, yeah. Yeah, and then it's my eyes, and then it's my skin. I think mine's are my eyes, my accent. Your accent? Everybody loves my voice. No. Everybody loves my voice. It's actually true. When we first started the podcast, do you remember, everyone was like, we knew you'd be great, Matt, but I did not think uh, that actually <laughs> would sound so professional and so good. Uh, and sexy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I use when I go home. Then you put in the... Uh, it, what is that? It's my wanking noise. Oh. It's the foreskin, just... you got a foreskin? You don't? No idea, of course I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, my eyes, I think, my smile, people say I have a good smile. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. So in the article it says, and obviously it's a white person, but anyway, it said, um, he had a few interracial relationships and he, in his himself, he used to moisturise regularly, mm. but it was never something that really stood out or was important for him to do. And it says, but for his partner who was black, it was the most cru- crucial part of him getting ready mm. in the morning. If he wasn't moisturised, he wasn't ready, and travelling with the 3.4 ounce of lotion was just not enough. Um, which I completely understand. Like, I won't. I literally won't want to shower if I can't moisturise mm. afterwards, um, because I would feel like my skin was really taut, like really like, yeah. you know, like it was going to break or something and they're just not used to it. Yeah. Um, it happens like, I guess for everyone, like in the winter, that's the itchiness I used to feel was because my skin was tight and winter your skin goes through a lot more because it's colder. Yeah. Um, it's a lot drier the air, so it does. Yeah. And I noticed my hands and the reason why, because I never used to put hand moisturizer on, but I noticed when I did CrossFit, I used to chop my hands mm. and it would just dry them out so much. And obviously I'm putting a lot of pressure on my hands with bar work and weight work. And it just, the pain in my hand used to be so sore of dryness. Especially you're lifting what, 10 kilos? 12? <laughs> Sometimes 15. But oh my God. And that was the pressure on your hands. The calluses that would come up, the rips. Don't, you, me, don't me show your, oh my God. <laughs> fucking cat. Get out of here. Stupid fucking, <laughs> making me shit myself on, on, on recording. But yeah, so I, the pain I used to get in my hands from dryness, like it used to wake me up sometimes. So I thought I'm gonna buy hand moisturizer. Wake you up? The pain I, I used to get so sore hands. I used to wake up from pain, like just the pain. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's really hard when you like shake someone's hand and their hand is super dry. Obviously, it's normally a man or something. Well, that. yes. Sorry. Go ahead. That's the end of the story. Oh, no, I was gonna say completely not linked, but also a little bit linked. Shaking somebody's hand is important. And I always check somebody's hand out when I shake it. And I, personally, I, I sort of get in the, because I like, hands are sort of like one of those things where if, if somebody's got a good hand, I'm like, oof. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, nice. Thick, nice hands and hands. Fingers. And, um, but yeah, I always look at their nails. And. Dirty nails are the worst. The worst. And well, overly long ones. Overly long ones. And. Last I week. Mine yesterday. We spoke about this last week. Well, we didn't speak about it here. No. Uh, I didn't bring my buffer. I didn't buy one. I haven't been near a body shop. Ah, uh, for you. 
No, you didn't. I did. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Ashley's bought me a nail polishing block. You are welcome. So it's got four sides and it tells you which steps to use. Well, this is it. We were doing it last week. Oh, thank and you. Step one and step two and step three. And Matt, Matt was like, what are you doing to my finger? What are you doing to my finger? And I was like, just wait. Wait the payoff. And I did number four. And you're like... Yeah, okay I'm sold I absolutely sold it's so yeah. shiny and polished oh my god I can't wait to use it yeah. I might take it to the rugby <laughs> <laughs> well I brought, I brought mine too in case you want to see and just, <laughs> just the annual. but no I mean the point of it is that oh, thank you I wasn't near a body shop it's alright you were very welcome thank you I really appreciate it it's alright it's only a fucking four pound body or meal buffer um, but yeah so yeah important in man's hands uh, when I shake somebody's hand, I notice that it's dirty or grim. I judge him. It's the long ones that get me. Oh. Like, oh my god! Like I used to when I worked in the cinema. I always remember these people come in, and I don't know if it's true or not, but used to like, obviously tear the tickets and give the ticket back. And this guy, these people, like had a long pinky. Well, that's drugs, though. Is it drugs? Yeah. Because somebody told me it's what they use to clean their bum. <laughs> that's what I kids say. <laughs> no, that's that's what I was told. And I was like, oh, I don't want to take the ticket now. No, it's supposed to be, I mean, uh, maybe not for every single person, but it's known that, like, if you've got your pinky finger and your index finger and they're, like, long, it's just those people use it as a bump. Oh, yeah, yeah. for a little just speed. A, just a little bump, yeah. Oh. Um, so that's the thing. Well, yes, guys, listening, <clears throat> you can put lotion on other things apart from your dick. So you need to make sure, you, that, that's why people, <laughs> if you look at yourself and you wonder why your dick looks 20 and your rest of your skin looks like you're a hobbit. Who moisturises their penis? What are you talking people about? put lotion on their penis, don't they? Do they? Yeah, for wanking and stuff. I use lube. Yeah, no. Spit. <laughs> people put stuff on their penis to yeah. make it wet. Um, and that's why penises stay looking youthful. Is this your opinion or something? That's <laughs> my opinion. Okay. Um, but you can... Um, what does you can... Look like? Honestly, mine's got like skin because it grows. Yeah, mine's got, <laughs> mine's got skin as well, but... People need to moisturise like everywhere else, not just a penis. Well, one thing that was quite important, I guess, because um, the reason why I think, and not I think, and even in this article it says, like, moisturising is such an important part for, I think, people of colour, is that you grow up with it, like, it's really important, mm. it, like, your parents teach you. Now, I didn't grow up in what I call a black household, like, my mum's not black, um, but she used to put Vaseline in my skin, you know, like, straight Vaseline. Mm. Um, not the moisturiser, but the petroleum jelly. Um, and then, like, going into school and stuff, If and I've mentioned it before, if you went into school and you had dry hands or dry skin, you would get fucking destroyed. Like, people would take the piss out of you. Mm. So that's why, you know, I used to brush my hair a lot and um, and moisturise a lot, because at school, if I went there and my hair was messy or my skin was dry, you know, all the black kids would just be, like, taking the piss out of you, because that's what they would talk about. But I don't know, would that be the same in your school? Like, you know, if your skin was dry, would anyone say a single word? Absolutely not. Exactly, you know? No, it, nobody cares. And it... I wasn't brought up. I mean, I read a few other articles, and they were all saying how they were brought up because their mom was like, "You cannot leave, leave, leave this week. Cannot leave this house without being moisturized." That's why like, when we see like people at the rugby club, and they're like people of color as well, and then they've got like dry hands. I'm like, "Who the fuck raised you?" Like, honestly, how are you doing this? Are you mad? Their hands, like, if you look in between someone's hands, in between the thumb and the forefinger, mm. there, that's a key point, and your ankles. Mm. Elbows are a big one. This is one thing about white people that get me is their fucking elbows. They're so dry and red. And then I'll feel them like from you know with a guy or something. Just feel mine. They love it. And the soles of my feet. Are oh, they're good. Yeah, isn't it? Mine's yeah. are. Well, not if you, you need to straighten it, bitch. Oh. <laughs> See, yeah. There's a massive. Oh, oh my god, that's so hard. <laughs> yeah. My my the skin yeah, on my elbows. elbows. Skin oh. on my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. What's that? Isn't that nice? 
All right. It's delicious. And the soles of my feet are really, really soft. So when I get my pedicures... <sighs> this article's about me, basically, and why my skin is so good. But I did want to bring up the point which you said, which is, like, um, people would ask me about, like, oh, what should I do for my skin? And it's really difficult because my skin is my type of skin, isn't it? You know? Like, it doesn't work for every single person mm-hmm. because I've found moisturisers that work for me. So I, I don't... It's important that I get this specific moisturiser and use it in this specific way for me. Mm-hmm. Although I've tried some new ones recently for like night creams and stuff. Um, but I get Nivea and I get Nivea. And it's been so hard because there was another article recently which said that they're like someone had posted homophobic like tweets yeah. and stuff and, um, or emails within the work. Yeah, I know we, we don't talk, we didn't talk about it. But... No, but it happened again like the other week. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Where, yeah, and I was like, oh God. Oh, they, yes. They're they, unconfirmed at this point. They don't do gay apparently. Yeah, in their mm. adverts. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, if I had to change my cream, it will fucking, and it means a lot to me. I can't just use any sort of cream. So like, I won't, it's really hard for me to like, hookups are really important. So say if I were to go to someone's house after like a, a night out or something, mm-hmm. I have to, I always like, do you, have, do you have cream at yours? I have to always ask. Oh my God. Because then I phone, I'd be like, we need to go back to mine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a deal breaker right there. It is. Yeah. It really is. If I got nothing, because I can't shower. I would be like, I'm sorry, mate, you're too heavy in this. You me? Yeah. I'm too adorable. I say it in an adorable way. I know. Yeah. Um, but I'd be like, fine. If you don't think that it's important, then that's fine. Okay. Um, but I find it, you know, like, it's really strange that people will be like, oh, I don't have any cream. I'm like, God. And then, you know, and people that don't do it now, I think will be thankful if they do do it. Because in the article as well, it says, you know, you can tell with like men mm. in their late 30s and early 40s. It's never really the start moisturising. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And Mickey Walsh came to visit London a couple of weeks ago and it just so happened to be on the cycle where I had to buy some new um, <clears throat> Vaseline spray. And he criticised me. He thought, well, he thought it was tanning. He thought... He criticised me because I thought it was tanning. But I was like, bitch, you don't know. Because you don't know. And if you don't know, you don't know. Does he not moisturise? Look at him. He looks 90. He does. How old is he? He's a year older than me. No, he is not. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Mickey's over in Miami. Um, That sun is not good for you, bitch. No, that sun is not. That sun is not good for you. Okay. He's over there. His skin is burnt. Oh, my God. Um... Yeah, but he's competing. He's doing really well. Um, yeah. So. This one made me laugh. I'm going to just read a line that was in the article. Okay. okay. And it says, because we're talking about it, it's never too late. If body lotion hasn't caught on, hasn't quite caught onto your routine, though, don't be discouraged. It's never too late to start. In Caucasians, specifically. Yeah. That's how I like this article as well. Especially because I said the person who wrote it is white. <laughs> <laughs> but this is someone else's. I think it's a black um, person who's like into skin and stuff. Um, I can always tell that a man doesn't use lotion when in their late 30s and early 40s their skin isn't supple. You can always say it's very firm, very hard. Mm. Those baggies under their eyes and stuff. And then um, they say you'll age like a prune if you don't moisturise. Dr. O'Brien points that out. While most most body lotions won't immediately show anti-aging effects, moisturised skin is, well, healthy skin. Mm. So you need to look for ingredients like shea butter. Yep. Glycerin. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard of these two. Squalene. They must be in posh ones. And ceramides. Yeah, they must be mixed. And then your favourite brand. She says recommending classic Kiehl's creme de corps. Yeah, that's the one I use. I mean, you pay a lot for it. That's the one I well, use. Yeah, on Amazon it's $30. For what? But it's a body lotion. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't have body lotion. I, that's where I bought my moisturizer from. And the best time to apply lotion is immediately following a shower. Yeah. And I knew this. I read this when I remember actually when I was like 20. Because I used to wait. I used to think I had to wait for my skin to dry and mm. then put on the cream. And then I read it in... Like, I was in Leeds, actually. Mm. And so we got hammered doing something called... You lived in Leeds. You know the Artly Run? Yeah. The yeah, run, we yeah. did the Artly Run. And then got drunk and just woke up in someone's house that like we all did. And Where were you in Leeds? Uh, the person I was going to his wedding this year... Um, he went to Union Leeds. Oh, it's such a good yeah. yeah, Leeds is really nice. Yeah, Otley Run is amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Did you do fancy dress? Yes. We what did. You... Well, we did it as pub golf. Oh, pub golf, yeah. Yeah, we, so yeah. we were in pub gear. We did it as pimps and bunnies. Were you a bunny? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be, but this, I was, know. Before I, this was before I was gay. A god. Yeah. Um, no. It was the girl I lived with for his birthday, and we went, um, it was first year at uni. We did it then. And we also did it another time as something else. I think we did pub golf, actually, yeah. Otley Run was brilliant. We got so smashed by the end of it. I was really happy, and I was really good at downing drinks back then. So, because we did it as a pub golf, you, you know, when you dried off, which is the boat. There's a there's a boat. As Maybe I didn't make it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> like I was old, hammered. I was old, absolutely hammered. It's an old barge. Like you, you'd notice you walk. I thought like it meant sense. This was what twelve years ago. Oh, okay, so you're thirty four. Thirty two. You were thirty four then. I was twenty. Okay. Who knows my age? Look at the skin. <laughs> Black don't crack. It does not. And it because it's moisturised. Exactly. So and when it's moisturised immediately after I've had a wash. That's good. But I used to think I had to dry my skin, but it turns out no, you need damp skin. Not wet skin, not dry skin, damp skin. So if it's like towel dried, mm. it's yeah. the best time to do it. Not and bone dry. No. So I remember when I read it, it was between three and five minutes of leaving the shower or bath mm. um, to do that. Basically, you get out of the bath or shower and you sheep dunk yourself into a vassal. I don't even know what I'm saying. Let's have words. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Anyways, um, but what I use like quite oily. Oh, we're still on skin. <laughs> I use quite oily moisturizers because my skin is dry. We were supposed to keep this for 10 minutes. I know, we'll just stick to this one topic. And then just, it's so important though. You know, it's so important. It is important. Okay, well, I read the last thing of that course. made me laugh. Okay, and it's going to be a podcast I'm listening to now because there's someone called Aminatu So. And she said, I don't like men in my house, says the writer. But a few times in my life, I'd have a living lover and fam, it's wild. The amount of men I'm introducing to lotion for the first time is staggering. And I feel the exact same way, honestly. I've introduced so many people to moisturising. It's so important. Um, You're an inspiration to us all, Matthew. Nonetheless, it's always an encouraging sign for the relationship when guys take moisturising seriously. And you said it would be um, a deal breaker if I said to someone, I need to moisturise, and they couldn't understand it. It'd be the same for me, because I'm doing what's best for me, and I want the best for you and others. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Read the article. I did. Not you, I'm talking to all the people. Right, okay. And start moisturising. Yeah, but you don't want to get to 39, 38. Share it on your Twitter. Uh, Twitter. I yeah. don't have any followers, but okay. Well, that's all you get I followers. did it on my Instagram. <laughs> um, thanks, Matt. That's Cheers. such a good, insightful article. And I think it's been a good, insightful episode so far. What time is it? We are on 38 minutes. Okay. <clears throat> um, one we'll just do one more. <laughs> <laughs> we are on a time, we are on time limit, like I said, because the rugby's on. But guys, I just want to quickly talk about this podcast. <laughs> Matt, are you trying to get a sweetie? No, I'm trying to open my nail back. I'm oh. going to do it while we're talking. <laughs> okay. Let's <laughs> um, talk about the podcast. I'm so excited to use it. So, the podcast, Honest Pod, episode 36. No, like 30, 64. We're recording right now. Um, did you know you can support the podcast in different ways? Matt, how can you support the podcast? 
you can uh, share. You can share on your Instagrams, Twitters, social medias, and say how much you enjoyed the episodes that you're listening to. Yeah, like all you have to do. Yes, too loud. All you have to do to share the episode is like. I just scratched my bum. Oh, <laughs> um, just hit that little arrow button and post it like somebody did yesterday. Slightly wobbly did yesterday. Oh, that's really nice. And his artwork is wonderful. His artwork is wonderful. He's very cute. I always like the fact that he's always like, oh, I look... He always says, oh, he looks like fat or something and he does that around, but he doesn't. Yeah. He's he's a very handsome guy. Um, I I really like him. He's funny. And his artwork's really good. I don't know. I've never had a conversation with him, but... Oh, we... we, His name Alistair. We chat probably every week, at least. Oh, girl. A message to each other. Like, he doesn't live in London. Where does he live? Oh, we shouldn't give up people's information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but definitely go if you're in your mood to buy some different artwork. Definitely go check him out. Um, it's really, really cool. Nice little present for somebody's wedding, birthday, christening, bar mitzvah. Another way that you can support us. Yes. Is by becoming a patron. Patreon, yes. yes on yes, a Patreon yes. account. This is where I get juicy. All right, well, tell us about Patreon. Well, Patreon is... Patreon is... Well, they're called patrons on Patreon. Become a patron on Patreon. And um, you basically, what you're doing is for as little as $2, I think, you can... or No, no it's no, not. No, no, it's $3. No, it's $3. It's £2, roughly about £2, sorry. Um, you can just say, you know what? Those guys are doing such a fucking awesome job. And I can I can give up two pound a month. I can invest two pound a month in my favorite podcast. And I think even think about it, not so much like they're doing such a great job, but you know, I really enjoy the podcast so much. If I just invest this two pounds, mm. the sound quality and the editing will just be so much crisper and smoother if we just have a little investment and help us really upscale yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. And you could be a bit more plush and thought, you know what, I might be a bit more bougie. I can give a bit more than three pounds or three dollars. I can afford five dollars a month, which is about £3.70. That's like one of your morning lattes. Coffee is so expensive, bitch. I was in a place yesterday and got Americano. It's £2.70. Well, give it up. One, give up one a day and donate it to us. Um, and then, like Matt said earlier on, I'm going through this daddy phase at the minute. So if you want to be a sugar daddy, <clears throat> and we have two sugar daddies, I know, um, <laughs> sugar daddy Patreons, and yeah, you can give $10 a month, which isn't a lot for some of you bitches that listen. And I know, <laughs> I know. So yeah, basically what we're saying is if you can donate any way you can, we'd be very much appreciated. If you don't feel like donating, but still want to help the podcast, honestly, the shares, comments, reviews, they all sort of help build this, um, build into the algorithm that gets us noticed more. So uh, we want you to support us, please. We've got a new Sugar Daddy this week. We do. And it's one of our, well, it's our very first interviewee. Yeah. So, Jordan Webb, thank you very much for being a Sugar Daddy. Um, I don't know how he's time because he's pretty much daddy to somebody else. <laughs> the amount of babysitting. And Oh my God, listen, oh, he no. sent me a video yesterday. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, but we just want to say thank you very much, Jordan. See, I mean, not only has he come on and been an absolutely excellent guest and supporter of the podcast since we started, yeah. Um, but he's one of our 
newest patrons. Yeah. And the thing about Patreons as well is we're going to set different goals. So, like, if we get different things, do you know, I was thinking, Matt, what we could do is if we get to a certain level of Patreon, say, if we if we get 50 Patreons, we can do a weekly little video that lasts 10 minutes and it can be exclusive to our Patreons. It's all going to be about a skincare regime. Skincare isn't it? regime, how to douche. How do how to dish? <laughs> so weird. How do um? Do you know what? Somebody messaged me. Was Drew messaged me last week, and he was like, "You cannot say Arn," and I'm like, "Arn, Arn Hernandez." Um. Anyway, guys, become a Patreon, support the system, and yeah, look today you're supporting a podcast that gives you essential moisturizing information. I'll tell you what I use. Let's not promote any brands. Let's promote only to our Patreon. If you want to know what Matt uses, become a Patreon. <laughs> Drew was saying, because we're talking about films, we talk about like this film night, this elusive film night that's never going to happen. And Drew just self-invited himself. And I said, listen, that is only for Patreons. And he's like, and I know how much he earns. <laughs> he can afford it. Really, bro. <laughs> um, well, listen, I'll make a friend in the morning breakfast. Ooh. If you become a patron, you can come over. Get some nice tomatoes. Do you stay over the night before? I mean, you can do. You can. That's not for the temp. We need to create a new tier for this. But listen, boy, ten dollars. I'm yeah. a bit. I'm worth a bit more than that. Okay, the breakfast costs more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we create, we'll create a new tier. If you want to become Matt's middle Is that prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on. What time um, is it? It's we're on fifth forty-five. <laughs> Um, two things I want to quickly talk about. One on my list for three weeks, and I've not got the brain to chat into it yet. Northern <laughs> Ireland. For <laughs> <laughs> me, not, not, no, no, no. Um, because I want to talk because we different on our opinion on this. And it's a couple of weeks ago. It was the video that went viral of the woman in the airplane reclined her seat, and the guy behind her started punching her seat. So to set up, this woman who's called Wendy Williams is. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Wendy Williams that not bitch. that Wendy Williams oh <laughs> not that Wendy Williams I don't like Wendy Williams though I love Wendy I know you Williams. do but I don't like the bitch I love her I don't I think she's too dramatic <laughs> and I normally like that I'm, you know, I'm coming internet. from you I know boy I'm not I'm not a fan of Wendy Williams well I love her not at all um, this other Wendy Williams not the other Wendy Williams this other Wendy Williams was on the Air, American Airlines flight and she was second row from the back there was a guy sat behind her she reclined her seat and the guy asked if she would put it up so he could eat. She did so. He finished eating. She reclined her seat again. And at that point, he decided to punch her seat all the way along the flight. Um, I don't know how long the flight was. I think it was from like whatever, a couple of hours at least, I think. Um, that's a long time to get your seat punched. So the big debate is, and it splits people, and I've seen it split. I've seen people have the conversation online. Um should she was she rude in reclining her seat or does she have every right to recline her seat she oh Matt <laughs> Matt what do you think I think she was wrong I think she was 100% entitled to do what she wanted to do not while he's eating no he didn't she didn't do when he was eating he asked her to up the seat while he was eating yes and she did so 
and then after she he had finished eating, she then reclined her seat again. Hold on. Yes. You're not paying attention. Are you on Grinder? I wasn't. I was on Grinder as if. No, I was just checking because there was an article about what is etiquette, and I wanted to see what it was. It doesn't matter what etiquette is, because I, I yeah. know what the article is going to say it actually is impolite to recline your seat. Well, he but got a free drink. He got he got a free drink, and she's the one that's you know probably got um, whiplash from the movement of that seat. But listen, my opinion is totally different. Um, regardless of etiquette, if the airline doesn't want you to recline a seat. Don't put the recline function in that seat. She's a she paid for that ticket like everyone else, and she can recline her seat. Well, Henry Hardbelt, a travel industry analyst. Oh, here we go. Says Henry who? Hardbelt. That sounds like a cheap superhero. I know. Um, although it'll be a good person for categories. <laughs> we played categories. No, it's a really good word game. Um, he says seat reclining follows an unwritten rule, which I did not know about. You don't do it unless you really need to. That I do not agree with. What? That's... Yeah. No. Airline, airplane etiquette is you only recline when necessary. And if you must recline, you just put the seat back a little bit to get comfort. You know, without encroaching too much on the person behind you. No, I don't agree with that at all. Listen, I can recline my seat as much as I want. Now, funnily enough, I actually don't like reclining my seat because I don't ever lie back. I actually like to sit up and use the tray and read and do whatever. Um... I guess it was a long flight. I might recline, but even then, no. I don't ever recline my seat, but if I recline... You don't ever recline your seat, really? Very rarely, no. Oh. I mean, I travel long distance. I usually travel business class, if I'm honest. But when did you ever go long distance? Tell me. When I flew to Sydney. 12 years ago. Uh, uh, when I went to America. Nashville? Yeah. Oh. How what? How did you get business? Listen, it's not about what you pay. It's about who you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Who the fuck do you know? Uh, oh, I know who you know. Nothing. Yeah, the rip. No, it wasn't actually. Anyway, um, I've never been in business. Oh, I live with a pilot. How the other half? It's because you're black. It's true. Yeah, I heard your pilot housemate offers me free flights all the time, and he doesn't offer you anything. Oh my goodness, nothing, nothing. I heard, and this is not to do with black, to be fair, but apparently, you know, some people might get like, some people are like, oh, I got upgraded to like first class or business class just because they're an empty space. Mm. But apparently airlines are less likely to do that if you're wearing tracksuit bottoms. And I always wear tracksuit bottoms when I go to the, when I fly because I want to be comfortable. Yeah. Well, that's the thing when you, when you, um, whenever I was moved into business class, I was told, make sure you're dressed smartly. You'll, you'll get moved up. Um, they won't let you up. In the case of this woman. He was wrong, obviously, for hitting her. But if someone... He didn't hit her, hit the seat. Yeah. If... Especially when someone's eating or they're watching something, I, mm. I think it's... If I recline my seat, I do look at what's happening first. And then what I'll do... <laughs> no, no, I do. If, if It depends on what the person is, if they're doing something. And then what I'll do is... I'll wait until they've gone to the toilet. And then be like... Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, not there. Because I feel really uncomfortable doing it when the person's there. Or I try and do it really slowly and be like, press it and just... Because I do think... I don't know... I like to recline my seat, mm. especially obviously if you're trying to have a little nap or whatever on a long flight. But I do think it can be, I don't want to say intrusive, but like an inconvenience, pardon me, for... I'll tell you what an inconvenience and what is intrusive on flights is kids crying. Ugh. Nobody ever goes up to the kid and say, excuse me, can you shut that kid up? I've seen, I've had a kid behind me who's kicked my chair and the bitch that... said nothing. Do you know what I mean? 
I'm like, at least, at least control your child. I would recline my seat all the way back. Absolutely. 100%. Crush that little shit's legs. Mm. They tell you to put up your seat when you're eating, isn't it? No, not when you're eating. You can do it. I mean, you kind of have to, really. Cause you have to. I mean, we, yeah, you don't have to, but you sort of you do. It's better for you. But you, the only time you have to keep your seat inclined is if you're going to turbulence <clears> or take off or land. If someone asks me, would you mind putting your seat up? It's. I'm, I'd ask I'm why. Eating. I'd excuse me, why? I do kind of see the guy's point, though. No. I don't agree with, like, hitting her chair. Listen, he was looking at his little mobile phone. He didn't have to have... No. She's in... And for the airline to give her him a drink, that made my blood boil. That's a bit rude. Rude. Yeah. I hope she sues the airline for whiplash. Oh, she has got whiplash. Is that what she said? No. It's the same as an assault. Um, That's what she said. But I do see... I do... I don't agree with his behaviour. I do understand the premise. I do think that she's just a bit hoity-toity a bit uppity that she wouldn't lift up her seat she did when he was eating she did what she did whenever he asked her to and then when he finished eating she reclined again I'm on her side good for you Wendy Williams he, it's just that his seat doesn't go back yeah that, that's the thing he's just a jealous bitch because he got seated at the very back and he he couldn't recline at all how big was he I don't know sometimes I feel that right because I'm quite a big guy but I'm not huge mm-hmm and sometimes I feel like the seats are too small. But that's not her fault. That's the airline's fault for trying to cram in more seats. That's not... she. If they cared that much, they wouldn't let the seats recline. Anyway, speaking of assault, <laughs> alleged assault, also in the news this week was, did you see the little kid with dwarfism? Um, Caden Bales, uh, Australian nine-year-old and it made me think of two stories one story made me think of two stories bullying made me think Caroline Flack um obviously committed suicide last week just after we were literally finished recording and it broke the news um it was very I know it's not suicide is different to like dying in a plane crash but it was very like sudden like the Kobe Bryant thing to me they were quite reminiscent yeah sort of sort of quite prevalent yeah definitely before their time way before their time and do you know what on the Kobe Bryant thing I was listening to, and I never realised this before, I was listening to Kelly Rowland, Stole. That song yeah. is incredible. It's, it's one of my favourite of all times. I used to listen to it all the time. Unreal. Honestly. But I didn't realise Kobe Bryant was referencing that. Flying high like Kobe. Can. I, I was just, I listened at work today or the other day and I was like, Kobe, no, surely it's not Kobe. Oh, oh my God. Well, I told you, because he's in um, Destiny's Child's song, the video, Bugaboo. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's a bugaboo. Oh, is he? He was in that one. But he was like, it's when he first joined the league, so he was like, you know. It's oh, like the boos. They're everywhere. Pests. A bit like bullies. Um, so, Caden Bales was getting bullied, um, and his mum pushed a video. And then, did you see that some people criticised his age? Did you read about this? They said he was actually an adult actor. Yeah. And that it's all a scam. Yeah. Um... So basically, they found a picture of him stood beside the number 18 and some poses which are maybe a bit more adult. I think some of those were made up, though. Like, um, no, Photoshopped. I, Not I, all of them, but I think some of them, to me, they looked it. Well, he stood beside the 18 because like, his cousin's or brother's birthday or whatever it was. But Not all of them, I'm just saying some yeah. of them was a bit like, mm. Anyway, but it made me think of this other story where this family, I don't know if you know this, but this family were about to adopt, wanted to adopt a Haitian kid um, the adoption fell through, 
but they got a call of a sudden from somebody in Florida saying, hey, we've got this kid from <clears throat> Ukraine, I think. Um, it's a very small adoption window. Very strange. But um, do you want to... Do you know which country they were from? They're in, in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you want to meet this kid for potential adoption? They're going to be in the States. They're going to be in Florida. This, this date, can you come down? The family are a bit like... They're a bit overwhelmed by it all happening that they didn't focus on all the weird signs that this was weird. Um, turns out this young girl, well, this girl with dwarfism. From Ukraine? From Ukraine. Was actually an adult posing as a kid. And she tried to kill the family. This is not true. This is true. And they were on, they were on, shit. Eamon Jerry Springer? And, no, Eamon, <laughs> Eamon and Ruth on This Morning. Recently? That. About five six months ago when it was in the news yeah so they realized they went to take the went to bath the girl and they realized she had pubic hair and they're like well, this isn't right for a kid this age and um they thought then they thought it was strange how the apparently the kid was just separated from her previous family and came running into this room mommy and daddy mommy and daddy as if it was it, she wasn't upset to be leaving the family she knew she was more focused on getting to know the family, which as a kid was a bit weird. She wasn't upset. Um, anyway, so the family, then the, the, the kid, she's trying to like kill. Like the, there's the family. It sounds like child's play, you know, like Chucky. It does, doesn't it? It sounds creepy as fuck. Like the dad said he woke up one night with the girl stood over him in the bed with a knife in her hand. They found knives underneath her bed. And I don't believe a word of this. Well, this is this is me telling you what I read from news articles. The Sun. No. Did it make BBC this morning? I mean, I think the parent. Well, the parents on this morning. Dad was speaking. Yeah. So the dad, the dad's now in up in trouble because even though he's had the doctor test, like the doctors have bone density tests um, and said the bone density of this person is not of a kid. The shape of the head. Is she in prison? No, no. But the dad might go to prison because they're arguing that some way this lawyer is arguing that he neglected a kid, but she's like, well, she's not a kid. But the evidence, so it's all up in arms. I don't know what's happening, but just make me think of that. They're not that related, one. Uh, Well, (laughs) they are because it's all about dwarfism and being accused for being older. This is a case where this kid was not a kid and was older. But yeah, in, in his case, the story was about him being bullied. It, I said it made me think of something else. Okay. So, this child who's being bullied in this school, Yeah. how do you feel about the fact that she posted a video online with him crying? Because this is what was really bad. If you watch the video, it's, it's heartbreaking because he's saying that he wants to kill himself, he wants to hang himself, he wants to stab himself. Mm. The anger he says, and he says he wants to kill the... Um, this girl Caroline who's um, must be apparently bullying him but he's like I hate you I want to kill you and then people like you know bullying is wrong and you know well done for her for um, showing the real life effects of what happens Mm. and then there's a bunch of like critics being like well you shouldn't post these videos online Um, you should be comforting your child and looking after him and not putting this out for everybody to see I'm with the first people because I can totally get the second people's thought, like you shouldn't post this comforting, but by the signs of it, she's comforted so much 
and it doesn't matter. Like, Did you watch the whole video? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. She's comforted so much. It's been like she's fed up. Like it's not helping. Like it doesn't. Comfort is great, but it doesn't stop your kid picking on my kid. Mm. Um, unless you stop your kid picking on my kid. If I was a parent, and my I found out my kid was a bully, I would destroy their ass with a belt. I would. Do you, you ever see the video of the dad who found out his girl was bullying, and he made her walk like five miles to school, and drove behind her the whole way. There's a few of those. I feel like there's one where like a, um, a dad like shaved like the child's head, which was like somebody who said that was bullying, because he was taking piss out of someone who was like um, ill. I would make my kid wear a t-shirt saying, "I'm a piece of shit." Well, maybe like I'm a bully or something. I'm a bully and I'm a piece of shit. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'd shame them. Years ago, there was someone on the X Factor, right, who was a childhood friend of mine, and she was on there. And she made it to like live shows and she was getting, she was, because it was a season where some, they allowed 14 year olds on there. So she was the first one on there. Okay. And she had to leave the show because videos had emerged of her and her friends bullying people to the point where like she was dragging this person around by her hair and like smashing her in the face and stuff. Um, and she was right behind by the school. Yeah, she was a childhood friend. Mm, I can see why you're, you bully me so much. I, I can't help it. Have you seen your skin? I go home and... No, Fanny's great today, but still you pick Just on me. today. I go home and cry every night. I don't think I've ever been a bully. I don't, I'm not a bully. I hope. No. But... I say um, mean things. Bullying is shit. And I totally respect the mom for posting that. And I think she did the right thing. I think so. Especially when it sounds like it's like the last straw, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And she was saying, like, we normally post and try and promote positivity when it comes to disabilities within their family and how you can you know it's not um something to look down on all that sort of stuff but in the same way you know and that's like instagram as a whole isn't it but actually you need to show the real life um experience of these people and actually say like this is what's happening and it's not okay yeah i mean i wish we had more time to talk about billion further but it is the the internet is a messy enough place as it is kids are killing themselves at nine year old or this kid's suicidal thoughts at nine year old crazy the things you're saying I was like wow yeah um, when I was nine I was running the street without a care in the world kids these days don't have that luxury worried about killers pedophiles bullies everything mess lurking around every single corner kids don't play outside anymore they don't but I mean I grew up in London I don't know about this, like cities but we used to play outside We don't. People, kids don't play outside anymore no we used I used to play outside I grew up in a small town and I went home when I moved home. I was like, where the fuck are all the kids? Mm. Where are they? It's a fucking child catcher out. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, bullying is shit. And I think my mum did right. And I had another point to make, but I can't think about it. But we're at an hour. So I will thank Matt for your time. Thank you, Ashley. I had a really good episode. I had a really good episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I'm, I really enjoyed this episode. I had a really good, had a really good chat. Yeah. I, I did really well. I did really well. That's what you're saying. And you know what? I was good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for my nail buffer. Oh, you're very welcome. I can't wait to use it tonight. Oh. I got the shiniest nails. We're going to buff our nails playing games? Yeah. Okay. We're playing games at all. I'm quite excited. We're going to watch Ireland now. We're running late. So that's why we have to jump off. And guys, have a great, great week. This is coming Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I hope after your traumatic weekend, this week goes really well for you, Ashley. I hope so too. 
Um, yeah, I have big plans for this week. <laughs> for my sim family. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye everyone.